Ba-da-da-da. Welcome to Fourth Times the Charm, where niches need. I'm your producer, Ben, alongside your director, Man. We're being smothered and covered by the shea butter. It's Monty. Ooh, yeah. Guys. Moist. We've had many Ooh, episodes yeah. of Fourth Times the Charm. A moist episode. A moist and, episode. And through all of that, I have to ask Monty a question. But before I do that, please remember to subscribe to r slash 4ttc the official fourth times the charm subreddit links to all of the things that we talk about on our shows are on there tons and tons and tons of free content that is ready for you guys to check a look at one of the things that will not be on there is this game that's being talked about because it costs money and we're not going to provide we can still post links. We can still post a link to the to the Steam page or where you can find it on any yeah. of your many local different um, online networks. And if you would like a free copy of this upcoming game we're going to discuss, please <gasps> send us proof of you reviewing Fourth Times the Charm with five stars. Message it to us on our Instagram page, which you can go to by typing in 4ttc.org. Go over there, shoot us a message with a screen cap of your five-star review. Not only will you be our new biggest fan, but you will also receive a free copy of this game. What a deal! 121 episodes of Fourth Hmm. Times the Charm, I just have to ask, guys, what remains of Edith Finch? I'm sure my mom was just trying to protect me. Now that there's only one of us left, I thought it was time I heard the stories. But now I'm worried the stories themselves might be the problem. Maybe we believed so much in a family curse, we made it real. How about you talk to us? All right. So this game, I I played through it, I think, earlier this year. I've been meaning to get this game because it's won a lot of awards. The the game came out in 2017. Um, It's won the uh, British Academy Game Awards for Best Game in 2017 uh, and Best Narrative. Uh, Ooh, uh, at the at both the the game awards in 2017, and then it was also nominated. I think no, it won 2018's Game Developers Choice Award, and the game is developed by Giant Sparrow. Uh, it's a walking simulation game uh, narrative. So it's uh, a story follows about a 17 year old girl named Edith Finch. She's the last surviving member of her of the Finch family, and she's returned home because she's kind of inherited it, and everyone else is dead in the family. So, um, 
<laughs> yeah, it's it starts off pretty grim, but what what a, what a what a very fucking direct description of that. Of it that is. Game. It's it's pretty much that's how it starts. Uh, so she's gone home. She's gone to collect some stuff and figure out like what to do with whatever's left and uh, you know yeah, take care of the family this, stuff. A narrative of like like an inventory. Yes. Of like the life and times of the Finch family who are this, yes. You know, as we learn throughout the game throughout the game or this like not necessarily cursed family but this like notoriously um like important but like o- often feeling like cursed family like a, a family who's gone through so much tumultuous back and forth nature just because of the circumstances that have surrounded their lives yeah and and it's like you're, you're tr- it's a mystery kind of trying to figure out yeah. what happened with the family and you know how yeah, it's how can none of the family survive? It's like a, there's a curse on it or anything. But, you know, like Matt, as because this was your homework, I do want to get your breakdown, your professional breakdown and thought about this film. Because I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on how they try to decipher what happened in this game, uh, what the story is. And, you know, there's some uh, piece about it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, for me, for me, what, what the movie kind of sets the tone of what it is. So we see an old man or a, a, a person on, on a boat reading a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we find out the story of that book being written and, and, and Minty, well, Minty, <laughs> Minty, cause you're fresh and you're delightful. Monty. <laughs> we we follow uh the character the perspective of a character edith fitch mm-hmm. edith fitch was the daughter of the final matriarch of this family um and i i mean i think the movie kind of, the movie hey it's kind of like a movie it is like it's a movie the, it's yeah. the best movie we've talked about this week um it it tells you the story of these like fantastical and oftentimes otherworldly deaths of this family but what i think it's doing is it's showing you this fantastical kind of almost childlike experience of these stories. Like I think within each of them is a, is a reality of something much darker and much less uh, fantastical than the way the narrative is portrayed of this family who slowly, slowly died as, as each member of the family is killed off in these kind of fantastical and otherworldly ways. I know a boy, manages to swing so far and so hard on a swing that he flies out into the ocean and and in reality what you're hearing is this is the tragic events of a boy who jumps off of a a swing and dies in the rocks of a of a lake built home a a young a young girl who's hungry and obsessed after what it seems like being somewhat mal maltreated turns into all of these different animals as, as they seek hunger and food flying yeah. and flying and flying until there's nothing left of her. And each of these stories kind of unfold as you get. This as you explore kind of- the rooms of the house, it's like, yeah, the house is built in a very odd way. And, and don't get me wrong. It's like, a be- I love the house. It, Honestly, yeah. if you, if you ever wanted to like, imagine what matt's dream house would be like um like in aesthetic and design it's this yeah the house is like i have a deep passion for a house on a cliff overlooking the water like this is like quite literally my dream home like when you first see the house 
and the setting of the house from from far away yeah i like instantly fell deeply in love it's like a little bit of howl's moving castle meets a little bit of neil gaiman oh that's like a good way pushed, of putting it yeah pushed together and i i think what sets this game apart is it's not just a walking simulator but as you kind of hear the narrative of each of these characters you play them mm-hmm. and each of them and as the game goes on the ingenuity and depth of each little motif that you experience is like darker and more immersive like to the point where near the end of the game when you're experiencing the life of a character called lewis you're playing two games at once yes you're you're controlling one set of actions with the mouse while with the with the d-pad or i guess it would be like two joys i don't know how the hell you'd manage that you know with a game with a game pad um you're experiencing two kind of narrative playing moments at once um which is so evocative it's my favorite part of the game is about i forgot which daughter it is the one that wanted to be a movie was a child star and oh yeah um, i think it was barbara yeah barbara barbara yeah yeah, and how they turned it into kind of a tongue-in-cheek uh yeah, a nightmare on Tales Elm Street. From the cri- yeah, Tales, Tales from, from the, the Crypt. Crypt story. Yeah, but it's but, amazing. And yeah, ben, if you if you go and play this game, there's literally a like ten or fifth, probably five to ten minute sequence where you play through an eighty slasher movie being yeah. narrated awesome. by the Gate Creeper. That is supposed to be a comic book about the night the this character got brutally killed by her boyfriend or somebody. Or so you think what happened. Or so you think. Yeah, because yeah. like, so, have you guys ever watched the movie Big Fish, Tim Burton? Yes. Like how we are telling it, it's not like a horror game. It's not, it, it is told in. It's much more of a drama. Yeah, it's more drama in, in, in how all the, each and every member of the Finch family's um, deaths are told in a much more fantasy way mm-hmm. and but you you're trying to and this is the part is like you, you as you play through a game you try to figure out what is what is the story like what what really happened like if you think about the story about mm-hmm. the the daughter at the beginning how she starved to death yeah that's kind of tragic but the way they tell her story and what led her yeah. to die from being starving um is very like fantasy based yeah and and yeah well like again yeah she transforms into an animal and you get to play the life and times of these animals yes your point is like this like you know at its base like a super fantastical notion but what is the true story you're seeing like and what must be happening in this world for that story to be real and it's very dark Yes, it is. And is is there is there another game that you could like in this too, just to help sort of give a give a point of reference for what type of game this is? Maybe something like Dear Esther, um, which is another walking simulator game, mm-hmm. um, where you're just trying to like you're slowly unveiling the the story of this like just sad dark world. It's I don't, it's really hard for me to compare. I haven't played really. I, I like a good walking simulator, but I haven't played one with like this much depth, especially in the creativity of like the variety of the gameplay. Yeah. It really sets this apart from anything else I've played. And I'm sure there are better references out there, but it's 
Yeah, like really I, it's, hard for me to try to draw. It's hard it to feels really unique. Hard to pinpoint a game that's kind of like this because mm-hmm. most games, most walking, oh, I should say, most famous walking simulator mm-hmm. games are the horror ones, and yes. like for example, PT, uh, the Silent Hill, the failed Silent Hill project, and yeah. <laughs> another. There's a ton of PTs out there, but this mm-hmm. is done in a way that it's not so much horror but it is like a visual novel sense where you're really just trying to follow through with the story it's like someone sitting you down and talking about each member of the family on uh, from their family tree which is kind of a nod in here because as as you go through as you play through each character so each character is a level of a game as you play through them and if you make it through the end which you typically do because there's no wrong you can do in this except yeah, if you are a badge hunter out there and you're into uh, playing games and collecting badges then you may want to explore a little more but this game is more like every time you you finish a story their name appears on uh their fam the the, the finch family tree and you kind of get that idea and it's kind of like it's kind of a semi goth experience too yeah, because definitely. um it's got it's got a real tim burton slash like yeah it does nature to its presentation like it really kind of you know what you know what ben you know what it kind of reminds me of it's not a game but a piece of media that it has a similar i don't know if tone is the right word but it, but like like texture and aesthetic is Coraline. um oh, okay. neil gaiman's Coraline mm, feels mm. maybe not directly like a direct reference, but it's really close in like this kind of atmospheric, un like uncomfort like discomfort that's generated by just like how dark and re- unlike realized this world is. It's it's kind of like Matt. I think this is how I would compare it for Ben. Is it's kind of like if Coraline meets the Usual Suspects, mm, you know that yeah. kind of mm, mix. Okay, yeah, and it, it's so yeah, it, it's. You enter this house, um, all the doors are locked because uh, Edith's mom um, doesn't, Edith's mom is the type that does not like her family history because her family believes it's the the Finch family curse, but she doesn't. So all the rooms are locked, and but in the house, um, there's all these secret ways of getting into the room, and that's how... Our main protagonist, Edith, Edie, uh, she is trying to figure out. And every time she enters a room, there's always clues and diaries and, and stories being told for these each member of these family. And it's mm-hmm. a very tragic, very, it's a tragedy, I have to say. No yeah. matter oh, how they definitely... portray it, like they portray it as a very light fantasy fantasy type of story. But it's mm-hmm. it's it's a real tragedy story where... You know, everyone, everyone is dead, but you just try to figure out what is it. And it's all told. Yeah, it's all being told in a very symbolism way. Yeah. Yeah. This movie, this this book is book. I keep, I keep referring to everything. It is a visual novel. It's a visual novel. Yeah. Every, every inch of it is just slathered in like context and like hidden secrets and mysteries. Mm -hmm. And Matt, how did you feel about the voice acting? 
I thought it was beautiful. I yeah. mean, as like an audio book kind of like narration fan, like the the structure and, and like way it presented its narrative, like through the voice actors is absolutely, you know, testament. Uh, I don't know if what the right word is, but like it, it's without compare in, in, in this kind of game. Like the more I think about it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Inside. Where, yeah yes um, yeah i think that's you, why i picked this game because you got me to play inside yeah inside and, and monty's revenge I, not inside really was fucking great In, I mean, inside I, was monty, a good story no, I, I know it's it's his response <laughs> yeah you said revenge as if as if monty yeah i know because i'm being me. dramatic man <laughs> i am a loquacious individual that's 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 saying a lot um you know, when looking at this and looking at a game like Carrion, which is, you know, kind of a stealth, but still just like this very somber narrative experience yes. inside games like um, The Longing. Um, Little also Nightmare. Also have this kind of narrative unveiling that you experience. Yeah. Really, really something special. Honestly, the best walking simulator I've ever played. Probably the best um, visual novel I've ever played. Maybe not the most innovative innovative game or most like unique when it comes to the gameplay, but just the aesthetic, the colors, the shape, the dread and kind of but whimsical nature to it really, you know, got my heart racing. Like so, genuinely one of the better better games I've played in a long time, especially from a narrative perspective. So I I dug up a little more. Another piece mm-hmm. that that makes this game so great, like any any visual novel, any movies that we talk, we talked about in the past, we've always also talked, we've also like addressed upon how the music also mm. plays along, and the composer for this um, is is from a, one of my favorite bands in the two thousands. Um, he a rock band called Tonic. Um, it's from Jeff Russo. He's one of the fo- two founding members of Tonic and Jeff, oh, the Russo brothers. Uh, no, <laughs> he's not related, no relations, but, um, Jeff has composed a lot of movie scores, film and television scores, okay. like Star Trek discovery, Ooh, Star Trek okay. Picard. Whoa. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Which season of Star Trek Picard? Star Trek Picard in general. He's also done. So he's done all of the music. He's done all the music for them, and uh, he's also done. I'm reading Snowfall, Fargo, uh, Legion. Wow! Yeah, shit. this dude's Legion's a great. If if our listeners out there haven't seen Legion, uh, the TV show, one of the best comic book shows ever released. That is like so largely unseen because of how, like outstandingly strange it is and yeah beautiful music he's also composed um for uh yeah he's also done like lucifer the tv show oh, okay yeah so, so it's gonna they got, they got a real like titan st- standing behind this one. oh yeah yeah like the the music was just so it was, it, it goes so well with the narrative of the mm-hmm. of the of the game and yeah it, it's it, it's just like i i had to go seek out the the soundtrack and it's just very calming to actually listen yeah this to. is this is one of those games i'm surprised and it might come with it in like the bonus pack thing yeah but i was really surprised there wasn't an option to like buy the game with the soundtrack after playing yeah it seems like such a natural inclusion because of how good and rich the soundtrack is 
Yeah, it, this game is just something else. Like, I, I haven't played a good visual novel or walking simulator that tells a story like it, how this one do, did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they, they you know, they managed to make this film. Uh, or, sorry, visual no- game it's novel. It's so good it feels like a film. It, like, it's, that's, yeah, like, the I The fact that as- we keep calling it a film, I think, is a great testament to how beautifully and well designed the narrative of this movie is yes and i you know what i i don't even think they can turn this into a movie this this is like no, really good not. on this, its own like this, this medi- is, this medium is something is, that could only kind of like how we talked about with some of the like like a movie like like a thing like Haxon. it yeah. can only be a movie yes this could only be done properly as a game yes yeah i guess uh, we have to slap on a spoiler alert as we progress because i do have a question for matt and his interpretation of all right here it is spoiler alert spoiler alert um so we're we're a pretty spoiler heavy podcast already if you're not expecting spoilers at this point i don't know why you're you're doing no i'm just saying it's a game right some people just want to play the game right so i recommend i i genuinely recommend you go and seek it out and play this yourself because it is yeah ben worth the time ben you gotta try this game out it's it's available on multiple platforms like xbox nintendo switch playstation it's even on ios like how crazy is that so, like, wow, I strongly really? advise it. Yes, it's it's really I good. iOS has an extensive library. It's just people don't want to play on <laughs> an iPhone. Yeah, then you play yeah, on I your play that. on your computer. Play it on Steam. Yeah, this is definitely. I definitely recommend playing this on Steam. Yeah, I could understand playing this on console though. I don't know, like, I don't think you're gonna lose too much from the console experience. With yes. This one. At the end, you know, my question for Matt is okay. So. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about mm-hmm. after playing the game, trying to figure out what happened to each member of the family. And yeah. one of the videos that I found when they were explaining it was that Grandma Finch or whatever, the old Edith? lady. E, uh, is it? E, no, no, no. Edith no, is. Edie. Edie. Edie is, is the granddaughter, isn't it? No, e- Edith is the granddaughter. Edith is the, I mean, Edith Edie is, is the, the granddaughter. Grandma. Edie is the old lady. Yes. Yeah. So someone has pointed out and said that Edie is a serial killer and that she is the one who murdered oh. everyone because she wanted fame. She wanted her story to go out. Like she wanted, mm-hmm. she is she so addicted to, to that. Yeah. And that's. That's why, like, the mom uh, and and Edith, the, the granddaughter, they both left the house and, and never returned mm. until the grandmother passed away, which... Because they got, they, they, like, found the truth. Yes. And, like, remember okay. the scene where she was going through her diary, her grandma, mm-hmm. and then her mom came and stopped her from reading, going on? Yeah, when she breaks into the library. Yes. Book. yeah so game goddamn yeah <laughs> and then yeah and it's just yeah so that's i don't know i i find that very interesting to think that maybe the grandmother had something to do with all the deaths like I, what are I your like thoughts that. i like that idea i didn't i didn't get that from from okay the, from yeah. playing it like yeah but it makes total sense because there is this kind of setup of like all of the deaths outside of a few of them yeah. are pretty like 
wild, you mm-hmm. know, and like and how they portray what happened. I oh, think yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. some of the deaths are clearly just like the accidental. Tragic, yeah. Well, yeah, or yeah. or intentional, but still just the tragic kind of narrative that we're given. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I what I it's hard to say what's really happening in there, but I I I tend to lean on the side of it's like it is just what we see and it's as, it's as dark and as creepy as it seems. Like it, I I don't think they were like magically cursed. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea that it's the grandma having killed everybody. But I don't know. I kind of took the story at face value in that regard. I was like, yeah, this is what happened. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I, cause... Like, I, I think the narrative is so well done. And despite it being kind of like seeming all like magical and like it could very easily be fake, like it's just done so well. I feel like that doesn't narratively need to be the case for it to be as. Seems like this podcast is going to be what remains of Matt. (laughs) God, I really hope not. I really hope there's more of me left in this world after this, after all of my years and work that I've done. Boy, do I not want this to be my final memory. But yeah, so what, how would you, there, there is one character that we never find out how he passed away, which is, I think Edith's, one of Edith's brother who, who um, went missing. I don't know. Maybe I missed it, but I don't think she really touched the about one, that one. The one that goes into the cave? Uh, I think the one that drew all those paint pictures, it like wanted to be an artist and he just kind of disappears. Oh, well, Christopher disappears and goes missing. Oh. Or I'm not sure. I don't know. Because there is the one that just goes missing. Yes. I think we find out everyone else. I, I don't think we see Sven die, the the husband of, the father of Edith. At least I don't remember him dying. Oh, Edith? No, her, her dad no, dies he, uh, and a, a Sanjay dies in an earthquake. Oh, okay. in in Calcutta, India, because remember the mom left, right? So, oh, goes back, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it, all I can say is at the end it was just it's very. You later find out that it, it goes back to the beginning where it's the the character uh, is on the boat going back to the island. Mm-hmm. Turns out to be Edith's son because Edith yeah. died uh, during childbirth. Um, and just, yeah. that's a real tone. That was, that was so sad. Like when I found out that all this, the character you've been playing through actually never made it. Um, well, she made it, she made it long enough to write the story to tell the story. This is, yeah. This is all her son has left of her, which to me is why, like, I don't know, like the, the fact that like the idea of the grandma being a killer, I think is cool. Yeah. But that, that, that final thing where like the movie just ends on the fact that like, this is all that's left. You know, this is her entire family's history. Yeah. And it's just left in the This is the legacy of our of yeah. our family. And I also find it a very creepy how the family's graveyard is in the back of the house too. Ah, I think that's Well, yeah, cool. Monty, a family that stays together stronger together. <laughs> yeah. let, let, let me ask you guys cuz I feel like we're starting to circle the drain here on mm-hmm. our discussion of what remains of Edith Finch. What would you say was like the one highlight or or not even the one a one highlight moment uh for each of you while while playing the game and then what what would you guys rank this game overall for so i, I can go first because I'll, yeah. I'll let monty speak last on this one i think that my for me the real highlight 
overall like as a general sense was the, the the variety of the gameplay like the different little mini games and ways it it told the story were what really made this game feel unique and then i think that's most beautifully personified in the uh when you hear lewis's story um which is this really dark kind of representation of this character at the end of their life as they go you know insane basically depression um, i think I, right it yeah, was more yeah, depression. he kills himself yeah well he no he goes and he disassociates into like a video game world in his own mind yeah um which is an incredibly dark and sad thing but to the credit of this game and the way it handled those kind of scenes it's so beautiful and engaging yeah that it really captures what's so incredible about this uh about this game and uh my overall rating i, I mean i think this one for when it comes to games firmly gets four out of four charms and i i think i i'm not going to be overly generous with my overall scoring because again it is a pretty simple and straightforward kind of platform game of just moving through it so the technical nature of it isn't you know a 10 out of uh, you know a five out of five but it's a solid four out of five it's well produced each little different part of it feels realized uh and feels special like it feels good to be watching this playing this game because yeah. everything in it felt so cool and fun um yeah that overall i think it's it's a really solid thing and i, I highly recommend it if you can get it on sale you know i my i guess i i can i can leverage one criticism here against and the game's like 20 bucks or like 22 dollars and it's like less than three hours it's um, like a it's it's kind of, kind of like equivalent to a novel a book you would yeah get. but it, yeah. i mean it's like it's 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 equivalent to a novel but it's shorter than a movie yeah um yeah. and it's not like it's it's more it's cheaper to go see a movie on a two on half off tuesdays here in in, in that's in true the city yeah okay i agree i agree yeah i see where money. you're coming from yeah and that's my only criticism that i can really leverage against this game but outside of that i mean i i picked it up for 4.99 on sale perfect price yeah um i agree with matt four out of four charms um the game the graphic is pretty it's what it's the best you can get in in 2017 mm -hmm. but it's just how it transformed the environment transform depending on which story you are on for e mm -hmm. each of the member of the finch family um the the gameplay is definitely unique. Um, every character has a different style, like, you know, the Tales from the Crypt, uh, Barbara story. Yeah. That was really well done. Uh, and it's kind of like, it's, it's like including a lot of genre games in bundled into one, like mini mm -hmm. games, as I say, like the, the, there's the horror element with Barbara. There's the twisted psychological story with, um, Lewis's story and mm -hmm. you know it's just a whole bunch of games melded into one but I think the point of the game is just the storytelling is just phenomenal the music yeah. that goes with it is phenomenal so it is definitely on a game scale I would say this is definitely a 7.5 out of 10 for me okay um because yeah like matt says there's some parts there are drawbacks but it doesn't really affect the game that much it, you're, you're really playing a visual no, uh, novel a walking simulator whatever you want to call it you can't go wrong with uh playing this game so 
Mm-hmm. That's how I, I would pinpoint it. And I think Ben should give it a shot. Maybe we can. Have... Yeah, I, I really recommend you check this one out because I don't know how many like visual novel kind of like narrative first games. I know you like your like liminal space kind of spooky games in that sense, but this has its own really kind of unique vibe in that regard too. Like this is a, I would say this is a laid back time of game. Like if you just want a good story and, and some fun yeah. factor to it, like it's, it's definitely something to just sit back and just play and enjoy it as it unravels. Um, so yeah, that's my summary of this game. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, Monty, what, what is next in your cornucopia of suggestions for, <laughs> for me this time? For you. So I want to get into our niche topic. So I have three and, and, and because this is October and you're, you, you, you requested something that would lead up to our Halloween episode um i've got three short horror films for you that i've i've recently dug up and 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 they seem pretty interesting to check out so i got the first one is called ignore it um i don't know much detail of this film but it's i think i know what it's about yeah uh it's called ignore it it's won the atlanta horror 2021 horror uh, brooklyn horror film horror film festival so worth checking out uh the second one uh is called the chair uh it's also award-winning one last definitely not least uh is a horror film a short horror film called uh i think it's called closet space Ooh. And uh, Ooh. fun fact, it's directed. It is uh, directed by the director for uh, Shazam, and oh, uh, he is okay. the creator and director and writer for Lights Out. Ooh, what, right. what what a resume that is! Yes, so yeah, right. that's my assignment for you. And of course, right. we can watch. Uh, Chinese ghost story together. Um, yes. As a homework. We still have Chinese night. ghost story to talk about, which will yeah. come in a future episode. Yes. Well, um, I certainly have my work cut out for me in the next week between your homework and Matt's. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to make you listen in our follow-up to the Vectrex. I'm going to make you listen to the wild world of Vectrex music, which is so much more amazing and, and insane than I ever could have imagined. I, 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 for one, am very excited for that experience. I love to explore a new kind of realm and expression of music, especially with, you know, the passion and love we all have here for um, artists like Gone Mage for really pushing the, the realms of what is like, you know, commonplace in our modern musical world. <laughs> and if they don't get it right, they can always try, try, try again until the fourth time's the charm. Good night and good morning. Follow us on Instagram at 4TTC.org. And uh, yeah, don't forget, you can win a copy of the game if you follow what Ben said early in the episode. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Toodaloo.